Christmas. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hanging Heavy. <clears throat> now, the lineup is different, but there's nobody new here today, and joining me today is none other than my boy. Got that fire card. Talking to my man with that explosive deck. Talking about garbage fire. Yeah, man, I get more hype from you than from my girl. <laughs> and uh, today, somebody's not with us, and that somebody is Bobby. But he's he's gonna be he's gonna make me proud tomorrow. And that's because he's again going back to school. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> uh, so, also, normally we have a tradition around here where we take a shot at the top of the show, and that's just the tradition that we have. But today, there's even more of a reason to pour a drink because we've all lost some people. But being Hispanic, Mexican, American, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, we lost uh, a big one today. We lost the king, El Rey. And, uh, for those of you that don't know, that's, uh, one of Mexico's biggest entertainers, probably of all time. At least the last hundred years. And I'm uh, talking about none other than Vicente Chente Fernandez. And uh, Garbage uh, mentioned somebody else that I'm not too familiar with, but I don't know if you want to go ahead and take it away, Garbage. Yeah, man, I mean, I, I want to say Mexico's morning hardcore this week, man. Oh, for uh, sure. But uh, we also lost uh, Carmen Salinas. Uh, she's uh, She was a big name also, those, those of you that are familiar with uh, Mexican, uh, either theater or movies in general. Uh, she was an actress. She's a comedian. Uh, a later part of her life, she was even like a politician, uh, and she pretty much like owned one of the biggest, uh, I want to say, um, uh, plays, uh, La Aventurera, if I believe. She ran it for a while, uh, and that's that's also been out for a couple of, I think, a couple of decades as well. Man. Yeah. So some uh, heavy hitters lost. And, um, yeah, also here in the States, uh, there was a, a couple tornadoes that ravaged a bunch of cities up north. And I, I think the last time I saw, there was like 80 people dead due to these tornadoes. So if anybody listening is affected by any of this, um, our hearts go out to you. Uh, as little... As that sounds like, uh, sometimes you need to hear some fucking good shit every now and then. But yeah, for everyone that lost someone, and for the king himself, let's pour one out. You ready? Yeah. Alright, three, two, one. So, yeah, fucking, yeah, man, we lost the king. So, I was thinking about this, I guess, the equivalency of, like, American popularity as a musician, as an actor, as a just a famous person, I guess you would say he's Mexico's Elvis. Damn. I would say so, right? Who's more famous than fucking Vicente? Or who's held up with such high regard? You know what? I can I can kind of see that. Especially I mean, they, they both call themselves the king. No, that's true. El, El Rey. Yeah, the El Rey, which translates to the king. And, I mean, Elvis called himself the king, right? The king of rock and roll. You know, you're, you're ta we're, ta we're taking shots and keeping in the spirit of of Chanta, right? Um, this guy would drink a bottle of tequila per concert. A night, yeah, yeah. 
at night, right? So like this guy would literally be like singing and chugging, and taking shots from up, yeah, yeah, like from from a tequila bottle, straight up, like not even making a face or anything, right? Just for some hombre. hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that's the definition of a of a Mexican man, right? Like just taking tequila, straight up, on everything. Mm-hmm. But damn, man, that's that's some hardcore stuff, man. Yeah, um, probably, I want to say this is his most famous song, right? I, I would say, at least. And it's, fucking, hold on, let me make sure I have the title right. I know what it's called, but there's, it's like a two-part song, or whatever. But let me get, fucking, both of them. Let's get them both up. It. The song that I'm referring to is literally called El Rey, slash Letra. So, I mean, it's like the king letter. The letter, no, right? Letra means lyric in Spanish. Oh, okay. And then, never mind. I'm an asshole. Let's uh, rewind that. And uh, I don't speak Spanish. Uh, como se dice? <laughs> Buenos nachos. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So then I'm a retard. Anyway, fucking. The song is called El Rey, right? The king. And. Uh, I'm going to play it. I don't care if fucking YouTube doesn't like that I fucking played a minute of his song. But, I mean, it's in respect, so I don't need permission. Like, uh, there's a line in this song that he says, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Because my word is the law, right? Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, here, look. This is the song, El Rey, from Vicente. Fuck, I wanted to preface playing this with, since Garbage is more Mexican than me, uh, no shame in fucking admitting that. I thought Letra was the name of another song, even though it's a lyric video, because it was a lyric video, and I'm an idiot, but whatever. Americanized, alright? I'm a coconut. Uh, But yeah, the fucking song is El Rey. Every fucking Mexican and Hispanic person has heard this song at least once in their entire life. At a fucking party or their parents' get-togethers, whatever the fuck. Someone is always fucked up. And uh, hearing the lyrics and understanding it now as an adult and after his tragic passing, the song hits way differently. But yeah, I'm going to play it in its entirety, and I I just want Garbage to kind of unpack it. You cool with that, Garbage? Yeah, I'm cool. All right, man. Here we go. I had to put Echo on it, because... <laughs> whatever. Ah, oh, fuck, I cut it. But whatever, fucking... That's... There's two verses to that song. And that's the first verse. It's the first verse and, the, and then the chorus. Yeah, yeah. So, the verse, right? The first verse, he... Uh, this, this is the funny thing about Spanish, right? And I think in any language, right? When you put it on Google Translate, it's gonna be like... Oh, it's all fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is, right? Because 
the literal version of it is, is I know that I'm outside, but the day that I'll die, I know that you'll have to cry. Obviously, the outside is is metaphorical, right? Yeah, like being an outsider, pretty much, right? Yeah, like I'm I'm no longer involved. Um, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm not part of your life, etc. Right? Uh, it's a good way, good way to start off. Uh, you're gonna say that you didn't love me, uh, but you're still gonna be sad, and that's the way you're gonna stay. So that's that's the opening verse. That's actually what it means. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's just, just number one. It's true right now, right? Yeah. Like he, he's unfortunately he's gone. Uh, his time, his time with us is, is no more, right? But strong shit, right? And obviously, when you're drunk, and oh. and, and you're 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 at that sl- you're at that part where you're like, I don't give a shit. This is the way you're gonna be thinking. So obviously, like this is a great 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 song for Cantina, right? When you're trying to be uh, all heard and not care. Yeah. Um, now the <clears throat> chorus is uh, just a simple chorus, but again, impacting, right? Is with money or without money, I do whatever the hell I want. Uh, my word is the law. I may not have a throne or nor a queen or anybody to understand me, but I will always be the king. <laughs> You know, that kind of rhymes. <laughs> even though it's not it's not supposed to translate that right, it, but yeah, yeah. It, it even though it doesn't translate well, like it's I don't. It's almost kind of like universal. Like I'm gonna live my life the way I fucking want to, and if I don't have anyone there, like with me in the end, either way, I'm a fucking king. That's fucking heavy, man. You know, fucking growing up, like, at high school parties and shit, like, all the fucking, all the Mexican kids would play this shit, right? This is not my jam. Like, I grew up listening to it. I respect it. But I don't listen to it, you know? But his voice, his voice is fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember one time, a long time ago, I saw this video where he's, like, at a... One of those fucking corrals where they do the bull shit, the bullfighting, and he's singing like without a microphone or a PA system or whatever, and like he's just fucking like operatic, singing to a fucking crowd, and I mean just he was so commanding. He had people in the palm of his hands, right? I bet you he felt like a king. You know, it's um. You know, we live in a meme culture, right? And um, there's this meme with Drake, right? That says, I make man cry. And I'm the first first guy to make man cry, right? And right next to it was always like this guy, like, you know, saying like, bitch, bitch, please. Like, Uh, hold my beer. Yeah, hold my beer, right? So. Yeah, dude, this guy's been making. Men cry for as long as I've been alive. Longer than that. Fuck. Man, it's can- cantinas, man. Have you ever been to a cantina? Um, I, I don't even know what the cantina it's, translation it's is. It's like a, like the worst dive bar ever, right? Like the shittiest place you could go where like fucking the rebels go and the outlaws go. I mean, they don't really exist anymore in these modern times, right? But every now and then there's like a, a small little place. Where like fucking nobody but the degenerates go there, right? It's uh, the place that you don't want to be end up at rock bottom, pretty much. So I, I look for it real quick. This is pretty much uh, a tavern, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the. But we're talking about a Mexican tavern, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Desperado? Uh-huh. You know that rundown tavern. Yeah. That's pretty much what a cantina is, right? But yeah, like if you've ever been to a cantina, man, this this thing, uh, this thing will be blasting, man. I'm yeah, gonna, this shit bangs. Like, come, yeah, coming from the coming from the motherland, right? I got to experience some of this stuff, and damn, man, I, I can only picture right now. I mean, we're we're recording in the middle of the night, right? Yeah. What every goddamn cantina in Mexico is they're, looking like right they're now? They're probably blowing up right now. 
Yeah. Everybody's blowing up, man, and I can probably see people just crying from all this other... I bet you there's people in the streets and shit. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's let's do a quick Google search. Mexico. Vicente Memorial. Oh, wow. They have his... Dude, his funeral is going to be fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. The last, uh, the last, uh, I want to say singer of his caliber. Uh, I don't, I don't know if he's his equal, because you know what? That's that's actually really cool. Like comparing him to someone else from his caliber. We kind of were talking about this before, right? Before the podcast began. Like who who else? Who else is of his caliber? Juan yeah. Gabriel. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. That's a. Uh, Damn man, like what's how is how is that? Yeah, when he when when he passed, it was pretty. Yeah, that's a good one, huh? I kind of forgot about that guy. Yeah, like I I think those are the two two of the most amazing voices from from Mexico, right? From at least from the ones that I I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's been some bigger names out there. Um, I don't want to say bigger, but there's some other big names out there. Yeah. So here on. on Google, it says people also search for. I typed in uh, Juan Gabriel just to check when he passed away, 2016. For those that you care, uh, but it says people also searched for Vicente Fernandez is number one and Alejandro Fernandez number two. He's another his, motherfucker, his, Fernandez. His his son. Yeah. Yeah, his son. Uh, his son has a good voice, man. Um... He, he's a little more pop, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's more modern. He's little more little. modern, he's more pop, but uh, one of the, uh, if I'm correct, an achievement, right? You you got to recognize talent. Yeah. He sang with the, oh my God, this opera singer, Favarotti, I think. Favarotti? Pavarotti? Pavarotti, is that Yeah, 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 the opera singer. The, yeah, he, the, he got to sing with them uh, yeah, yeah. in the, La Ciudad de Mexico, right? So to to have the, the talent... Or the chance to, you know, sing with someone that big, right? Also, yeah, Pavarotti's a legend. Right? And it's not yeah. even the same kind of music. Yeah. And not even, was, not even I, the same language. <laughs> Pavarotti's so, Italian, like, right? Yeah, I believe so. Like, and, I mean, talent ran in the family, right? Uh, obviously, Chant is a little more traditional. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's more Mexican, ranchero, right? Yeah. So, he's ranchero. He's going to stick to his guns. and. I mean, he, he made that shit famous, dude. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm actually, I'm actually like, uh, we're talking about some of the mo- his most famous songs. Uh, I'm going by a Spotify. I'm pretty sure Spotify, obviously, is still recent, right? Yeah. Uh, 47 million plays for the Rey. Yeah. And what's the next one? Like, what's the closest well, one to that one? Well, there's, there's, uh, there's more, there's songs that play more than that. Oh, okay. Uh, which I know which one, I know one of them, right? It's uh, Mujeres Divinas. So El Rey. It's pretty much you. Pretty much are polar opposites to some extent, because El Rey is kind of like, "Hey, I'm here, I'm alone, and you know, I got this shit right." Yeah. Mujeres Divinas lyrics is a little bit more to that. It's kind of like, like I'm here, I'm suffering, and uh, you know, I've been betrayed. I'm drinking. You know, I'm suffering, but no matter what, right? Like, women are women are the shit, right? Women are divine kind of thing. So, you have... This guy hit every spectrum, right? Which was... Love women, or... You know... To fuck them, right? To yeah. some extent, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you're all fucking butthurt, you have the songs for that, and then you have the songs that are like, they're the shit as well. So it was a lot of shit, man. Like, I mean, uh, man, this, I don't think there's enough words for us to say what this guy did. Uh, he acted. If if you grew up in Mexico, yeah, he was yeah, also yeah. an actor. Uh, you got to see some of his movies. You know, back in the old day, Mex- like uh, in Mexico, like songs were not just songs that were also embedded into the, into the, the movie itself. So mm-hmm. they would sing. Uh, there would be like a rather musical number. Yeah, it, it, it's essentially a musical. Yeah, yeah. 
but of um, his music. Yeah, like so there was at least like one or two songs throughout the whole movie. Obviously, it wasn't just a complete musical. Like there was. Yeah, yeah, there was story and shit. Yeah, there was story to it. So he's from a different generation of. Yeah, that's why I say he's like Mexico's Elvis, because Elvis did the same shit. Oh shit! Like I'm, I'm not too familiar. I'm, I'm the opposite of you. I'm not familiar too much with Elvis. Yeah, I El- respect Elvis, his name. Elvis did a lot of acting too, and he did Elvis. a lot of singing in those movies. Like I said, I grew up listening to Vicente, but mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in it. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Like I was exposed to it, but I wasn't in it. Right? I wasn't in that culture. And like I said, I don't listen to it, but I respect it. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, I know in some of the films, even his son sang with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this uh, beautiful, beautiful song. It begins with a harmonic. Uh, pretty much it's him and his son, right? Just saying, uh, forgive me. And, like, it's it's a lot. It's some strong shit, man. Like, that's... That's the thing about it. I know when, when you and I used to uh, be in the doing our warehouse work, you know, every once in a while we would, back in the day when stations. <laughs> in the radio. Quit ra- radio. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back in our day, the radio. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you young uns that do listen to this, there's this thing that, it's like a big box that has speakers in it, but it's not Bluetooth. But it still picks up a wireless signal that's just always around us, like Wi-Fi, but music, you know? It's the craziest idea, but it's been around for ages. That thing that's in your car, you know? (laughs) That you plug your iPod into. Shit, dude, even that's old man shit. Plugging in the iPod. Plug your iPod into? God damn. God damn it, Bobby. (laughs) I'm watching uh, Spotify. Even Spotify changed their um, their background. It has the the black ribbon with them. Of course. Yeah. That's cool. Damn man, this is. But yeah, this it, is yeah man. It's it sucks. Like I didn't like like I said I didn't listen to his music. I know his music. I know of it. I know who he is. And, like, it still kind of bummed me out when I heard about it. I think fine. So, you know, we're, we're, we're talking smack about radio, right? So, obviously, <laughs> the <laughs> way the news got to us, or at least the way the news got to me today was, it was Twitter. I was just randomly uh, Twitter, and I subscribed to a couple of news uh, news outlets. And then... Um, it just came up in my feed. I'm like, no, there's no way, dude. Like, this. so obviously, like, that's that's the thing, right? Because there's there's always fucking assholes out there trying yeah, to hoax, yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to get clickbait on blank person passed away. So obviously nowadays, I mean, because you know the internet is so reliable, you have to go look for like twenty twenty sources just to make sure, yeah, just to make sure. And yeah, when I saw it on the actual, I think it was on the one of the Mexican outlets. I was like, yeah, that's fucked up. Like, that's it. It's uh, 2 a.m. in the morning. You already have a tolly next to you, which, by the way, I'm drinking some Morvello right now. Hey, wait. Oh. In, in honor, right? Um, but damn, man, like, it's... Now, the only thing, man, it's, that's to come, and I'm glad I don't watch TV anymore, right? For the next week or so, they're going to pay homage to the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um... But then, you know, the, the sour times are ahead also, right? Because with every death that comes with this caliber, everybody starts coming out. I'm like, okay, I'm owed this much. Or yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the, uh, I'm the son of blank and black person. And, and then it becomes all about... Money. It becomes about money. It becomes about getting the clickbait or getting the, the views. The clout. With all yeah. of these, yeah. But man, once again, man, that's it's a rough. I think one. I know what I'm gonna be listening to tomorrow. <laughs> that I have to go to work. <sighs> fuck, man. But yeah, fuck. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. I got to go to the restroom. So we'll use this time to hear a word from one of our sponsors. A recipe coming all the way from the Villa Antigua, handed down generation to generation. This chorizo is so juicy, it'll end up running down your chin. You'll be hooked from the first taste, all the way to the last drop. Some have described it as finger looking good, but this chorizo is so good, it's, it's finger, finger sucking good. <laughs> O como decía mi abuelita, tan jugoso que lo vas a mamar sin parar. Get it today, el chorizo de papicitos. Pero cuidado con el chorizo, might need it for later. And thank you, papicitos chorizo for hooking us up with that little time of spot and uh, it's an appropriate plug for the conversation <laughs> but uh during the break uh, me and garbage were trying to just discuss what other big things had happened and uh i immediately thought of oh, let me pull it up see here you go Oh shit, it's bigger than I thought. Okay, so I instantly thought of Better.com CEO laid off 900 employees. Massive, massive firing, right? But the thing to me that makes it super shitty is this motherfucker did it all. Mass firing on a Zoom call. And uh, he did not look like he gave one fuck. I don't even want to give this guy any fucking free clout or whatever by saying his name. I mean, saying fucking better.com was more than enough. You can take your internet investigation on for yourself. I just think that's kind of shitty, right? Fucking a thousand people on a Zoom call and you fire all of them. I think that was right after they landed a big contract or something like that also. Yeah, let's let's see. Better.com. New contract. Oof. They just got a 750 million cash infusion. Uh, oof. A new arrangement that will replace the prior agreement wherein 950 million of 1.7 billion is committed financially. Damn, this happened December 1st. This website is uh, talking about that. And this uh, this mass firing happened uh, almost the day after, or a couple days after that. Fuck. Like, there's, a, there's a lot of... We're just coming back from into the workplace right from a pandemic. And a lot of places are just, or a lot of companies are. They're finding out how much overhead they've been burning. Yeah, like, uh, what was it, Kellogg's also? I know Yeah, so Kellogg's has been getting ripped a new one because they, so obviously, like, you have your right to strike. Uh, and yeah, usually and... when a strike happens, it means you halt labor, right? The company's, yeah. like, trying to work out a deal and everything but then this but then Kellogg's tried replacing the people <laughs> yeah so and yeah go ahead they had a massive uh, okay so it says here they've had an ongoing strike since October 5th and it involves around 1500 workers they're unionized and they're members of the bakery confectionery and tobacco workers and green millers international union so they've been on strike for a couple of months at this point so Kellogg's I guess some CEO or high up thought it would be a fucking awesome idea to just go ahead and uh, cut the middleman and not worry about 
cutting a deal with the unions to get whatever it is they're fucking wanting. Probably more money, better uh, fucking benefits and shit. And like you said, they're more than uh, they're more than fucking willing to not get paid, like to stand up for themselves to get paid more in the future for their time and effort. I mean, by all means, you have that right. But fucking Kellogg's decided to just go ahead and replace people that are on strike. Like, fucking just cut cut the fat and uh, train new monkeys, pretty much. So fucking people of the internet did not like that. Because Kellogg's is a fucking mega corporation, uh... They could take the hit and rework business deals and structures to give these people more money. Let's be real. These people, even if they were to file bankruptcy, I'm sure the government would fucking bail them out. Because that's what the government always does with big corporations like this. And, uh, no, they just decided to say, fuck you. Uh, you can go on strike and you can stand in front of our building, but... There's five other people that we could find that are just as qualified as you. And we could probably pay them less than we're paying you now. So, fuck you. Bye. So, everyone on the internet fucking started DDoSing this website. And sending spam fucking applications. They uh, essentially crashed their job portal. (laughs) And they've continued doing it, essentially. So, so let me ask you this, on this. How do you feel about unions? I don't know really much about unions. From from what I understand, like, the union is essentially, like, I hate to compare it to the mob, but it's like the mob, right? Like a mafia. Uh, the, the, there, there's the heads of organizations coming together to be stronger like a, what is it? A monkey alone weak, but together strong, kind mm-hmm. of, kind of thing. So like they stand for everyone else, right? So, uh, with that probably rudimentary understanding of unions, uh, that's cool, right? Like you have someone to get your back, because it's hard as a, a single individual to go after a mega corporation, mm-hmm. and essentially the union is there for you right like power in numbers and i think that's cool i mean there's not unions in every state i don't think i let me let's let's do a quick goggle search united states unions okay So, labor unions in the United States, as per Wikipedia, are organizations that represent workers in many industries recognized under the U.S. labor laws since 1935. And let's see. What do unions do? Okay, let's. What do unions do for workers? Union members work together to negotiate and enforce a contract with management. Yeah, okay. Uh, things that you care about, like decent raises, raises affordable health care, job security, stable schedule, and better workplace and practices. E- essentially, yeah, like I said, a fucking power of the people kind of thing. So, are you pro or against, if you don't mind me asking? Or are you neutral? I don't understand unions enough to be, to have a stance on it, right? Mm. Uh, let's Google are unions bad. <laughs> unions do they help or hurt workers? According to invest, investopia, investopedia dot com. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Unions make it harder to promote great workers and get rid of not such great workers. Unions tend to put a lot of influence. Uh, I'm going to smart asset. So, they have a list of pros and cons. I guess uh, four pros so far. Let me read them. Pro number one, unions increase pay and benefits for workers. Pro number two, they 
set up formal processes for disputes and complaints. Pro number three, they make political organizing political organizing easier. Pro number four, unions set norms that extend to the rest of the economy. Now, the four cons to these is unions can make it harder to promote great workers and get rid of not-so-great workers. They can require dues and fees that some workers may not want to pay. They can lead to a closed culture that makes it harder to diversify the workforce and weed out bad actors. It's essentially the same thing as the first one. Unions can drive up costs and lead to an adversarial relationship between labor and management. They're essentially businessmen working deals for the workers. Uh, I don't know. That could be good. That could be bad, right? Depending on your situation. And So, yeah, it's... Uh... So, I know you and I went through the same... Through that same video that was Unions Are Bad, right? <laughs> Back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you work at a... A place that's anti-union, yeah. Yeah, they'll send you a video, right? Yeah. And and usually, I was all like, yeah, f- unions, the shit. Like, what's wrong with this, right? But eventually, when you start to, I don't want to say grow up, but when you start to mature and understand fairness, you do see them as, as a, I don't want to say as a bad thing, right? But like, you start seeing, I think it has more negatives than positives. For me. Yeah. Um, only because I think the biggest part there is promotions. Yeah. Because we all work with that person that's a piece of shit in our job, right? Yeah, there's always that one asshole. That one asshole, right? And unions make it almost impossible. To get rid of that one asshole, yeah. That's to fair. get rid of that one asshole, right? Like it's, and and I'm obviously I'm actually talking from experience because I've seen this. I've actually seen uh, people that are protected by units, and I want to say protected because obviously uh, anywhere that you work, whether it's retail, fast food, uh, even a mom and pop shop, like any job, you have to have a schedule, right? Because you don't want to have twenty people on the job. Yeah. When there's only one customer coming in every hour, right? Uh, so you try to be efficient. You try to schedule, you know what? It's Monday morning, doesn't get packed. We can run a skeleton crew, right? Yeah, we can yeah. just run the bare essentials. But because you are on those bare essentials, if one person misses out, yeah, you're yeah. fucked. Everyone you're else fucked. is fucked, yeah. Yeah. And I've seen too many times. My bad. That model is coming back. Uh, calls in. And I'm not talking calling in because of an emergency. I can understand those. Those are actually perfectly yes, acceptable, right? But you know what? I just spent Sunday night drinking. Yeah. Got a hangover. And I just have to call in and say excuse number one or option number one. That's actually what they was used, I think, back then. Option number one, which means I'm I'm taking in a sick. I don't know. I'm taking in one of my one of my days that I allowed for missing for personal reasons. You don't even have to give a valid reason. You just call it in because it's part of your benefits. Yeah, yeah. And now everybody else gets fucked. I've seen that way too many more more times than I've seen the positive, unfortunately. And and I think like unions, I. Uh, and I think this is where we're always going to fall into the middle ground. Like, th- that middle ground is what is fair, what isn't fair, right? Because, uh, what was it, Starbucks also unionized? Yeah, In yeah. one of the locations? <coughs> in Buffalo. Uh, like, liberal wages, I can agree with that, right? Okay, you, you want to make ends meet. You want to make sure that you're not homeless at the end of the month. But what do you qualify making ends meet? It going in there is always gonna be that part where it's like, uh, what is a luxury and what isn't a luxury, right? Yeah. Like a cell phone, right? Is a cell phone a luxury or is it a necessity? Oh, it's a fucking, it's a, uh, the opposite of a necessity. <laughs> so you think it's a luxury? Yeah, it's a luxury. Okay. To some people, it's not right. Some people are like, no, I need to have my cell phone. This is my way of communication. Okay, that's let's say we do including a necessity, 
well, my phone bill is 180 a month. Like, why the fuck is it 180? Like, nobody's telling you to get that iPhone 13. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's telling you to get that Android S21. So I think that unions, obviously, we don't know the, the exact work things, but I think unions sometimes maybe protect the assholes. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for level wages, by all means, fuck yeah, that is that is respectable. Uh, but if you're considering some luxuries within the needs, I think it's that's what I I can kind of understand sometimes corporations, right? They make a shit ton of money. Yes, they can afford to give more raises, right? Yeah. But if you get paid more, like, are you willing to do more? Yeah, exactly. Are you gonna is your work production gonna go up more or? Yeah, because eventually, right? Like, let's say we did like kind of like, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a random example, right? Um, you remember back back in the day, Des Bryant, um, when he got that badass contract, and yeah. he was getting paid like couple, he was getting paid good, right? And then his performance decreased. Oh yeah, and then he was asked, I think in one of the interviews, if I'm correct, if I recall correct, like, are you willing to take a pay cut? And, and I believe he said no, like because I am I am me, right? Uh, yeah, so, I'm worth this. I'm worth this, right? So, at what point is your decrease in productivity going to also reflect the pay, right? Because yeah, yeah. loyalty, I can agree, loyalty is should be rewarded, but at the same time, like if you're ma- if I'm paying you twenty dollars. And you're only able to do 50% of what somebody that's fresh into the industry to do. Like, it, there's there's a lot of great areas in here that, like, I see some of these units and I'm like, fuck yeah, like, I'm glad these people are getting what they're heard of or what, what they're owed. But at the same time, you're like, shit, what, what's getting thrown in there? Because, again, because I've seen some unions that are like, they'll protect a piece of shit co-worker. Because this guy called in because he was drunk three days out of the week. And you were trying to fire him, and the union stepped in, like, no, you cannot fire him because we protect our people. Like, yeah, you're protecting protected. a drunk asshole. Like, like everybody else in the union is suffering. Like, do they get to complain about some asshole always calling in? Or is the union also going to shut them up? Like, no, we're trying to protect all of you guys. You guys can single yourself out either. Yeah. It's a kind of a, I, I guess a slippery slope, really. Yeah, it can go both ways. Yeah. But again, I see people that do deserve to be protected. Like the, I think some of the benefits that I saw, uh, which I think it was trending this year at some time, was uh, paternity leave. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, like paternity leave is getting taken more serious nowadays. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't. I, I don't have any kids. So I haven't had a. I don't have too much of an opinion, but it's it sounds fair, right? Um, it it does sound fair, like hey, you need to, you know, help your help your wife get acclimated to the to the newborn, help her out, you know, every three hours. Uh, maybe she did not recover well from uh, from, from giving birth, delivering a baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then at the same time, it's kind of like, oh. Uh, this guy's gone for, like, what, what is it that they were pushing for? 90 days, I think, if I'm correct. I like, think... I'm losing I'm losing an employee for three months, and I'm still paying them. Like, like do you, do you think every business can afford that? No, I don't think so. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, uh, fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to respond to that, really, too, because, like, some... Some women that have kids uh, are, like, fucking devastated, right? Like, they can't walk for fucking a certain amount of time, and they need help getting around. So, when a man goes on paternal leave, or ma- I, I guess that's what it's called for a man, uh, I get it, right? But, I don't know, maybe, it, I don't think it should be as long as a woman would get. But... That then that's when you get into like semantics of, like I guess sexism or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck man, I I had a a business for a while. I owned a company for a good for I, I want to say almost ten years, 
And fuck, dude, I could imagine the le- the legal fucking hoops you have to jump through. Uh, fuck. I mean, the, the good thing is, like, it was a company uh, so that I could be self-employed, you know? And uh, fucking uh, uh, quick sidebar note to that. Owning your own company kind of sucks dick if you're not making a lot of money. Because the government fucks you with taxes. And then with all these new requirements. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a tax it's it's a tax with without being called tax when you have to provide certain benefits. Yeah, yeah, you do have to provide benefits, and that's a, that's another motherfucking thing. It's, it's weird, man. Yeah. Uh, Too much stressful shit. Yeah, after owning my own company for like I said a good chunk of time, I never want to do that again. <laughs> I would love to be my own boss again and shit, but fuck all that legal bullshit, dude. Uh, there, there was times where like I would send money in and they wouldn't get it for some reason, and like I guess they just have so much shit coming in that I mean they're backlogged, right? Mm-hmm. And fucking they would start sending letters like, oh, well, you haven't fucking paid. Uh, if you haven't paid, uh, we're going to have to do something about it. And there's one thing you never want to do, and you never want to fuck with the IRS. Oh, yeah. There, There's a saying, big bank takes little bank. And there's no <laughs> bank bigger than the fucking IRS in the United States. That's, Dude, how, that's, that's how they got fucking Al Capone, man. Fucking taxes. <laughs> Not even joking. Yeah, I, I know, man. That's that's the. I think every time the IRS gets mentioned, people get like chills Ooh, under. Yeah, dude, you get a le- you get a letter from the IRS un unrequested. Oh fuck! Oh shit! What is this? Oh no! And usually, yep. usually, most of the time, it's fucking nothing. It's them like, oh, we're changing our policies and we're no longer going to send fucking paper letters or whatever the fuck. You know, it's like they waste fucking a shit ton of paper to send it out to tell you like, oh, you don't owe us any money right now. But that could change, maybe. <laughs> fuck that, dude. It's it, it's so bad that not even the Joker fucks with the IRS. <laughs> Did you ever see that one growing up? So no. the, there's this there's a scene on the Batman animated series mm-hmm. that the IRS goes to visit the Joker and they actually tell him like, hey, by the way, you owe this much. Like even he falls off the chair and he's like, Look, I'm crazy enough to take on the Batman, but on the IRS, yeah, yeah. no. As he's putting a shitload of money into a bag to give the IRS man. <laughs> like it's it's fucked up. Yeah, it's not a joke, man. So you just need to relax, man. Just find a hobby. Start painting. Start drawing. Making music. Kind of yeah, like Desi yeah. does. Yeah, I, I like to do a little bit of everything. But you started... You started doing some of the painting, right? Yeah, I kind of... Uh, hanging out with nerds. Geeks. I didn't say it. I'm allowed to say that because I'm one. I didn't say it. You said it. (laughs) Uh, You see them. They, um, you know, back in the day, there was the one hobby, right? Now, now there's, there's so many options. You don't know what to do, right? Uh, So now I started painting, uh, painting minis. And, God damn, it's relaxing as fuck, man. Like, I seriously, as, as, as soon as, Let's start taking out paints, start putting the models together. Like, um, this is for Warhammer. Uh, you know, who would have thought such a, I want to say hardcore hobby would be so relaxing at least uh, to this part, right? Because if, if you ever go, if you ever metal, right? Uh, and you want to see some, some fucked up stories, some fucked up lore, yeah. Warhammer's just, Warhammer's your thing. Yeah, Warhammer, from what I've heard, is super fucked up. 
Yeah, it, it's uh like their one of their main thing is uh, I believe it was space space marines, right? So yeah, if yeah. you're thinking uh, if you're thinking like the embodiment of military, you know, white blue colors, that that's who they are, right? But then you start getting into like the lore into the books, and it's kind of like I'm so devoted that even after death, I'm gonna help you out. So they put you in this badass machine, or you put your coffin in this badass machine. And you're you're in the you're in the battlefield fighting for this for your cost, right? You get to die twice. Uh, yeah, you get to die twice. Um, there's uh, like other other um, factions to keep it simple, right? Uh, where you have like assassins, right? That will just fuck with you. Like they will make sure that you know that you're gonna get killed and. They'll kill you when they believe it's gonna make the most impact. Yeah. So like they'll, they'll shoot the bullet through that closing door so that as the door closes, your head blows up and everybody gets to see you blow up in front of them. Like so, uh, there's other more hardcore stuff that like I think like it would be like NC17 kind of shit. <laughs> rated M for mature. I think at this point it's like rated. F or fucked up because like it, it's shit for adults only um, but uh, actually you know what random thing do you follow the video game awards and shit like that um, I like I'll look stuff up but I don't, I don't follow it actively I usually don't follow it like I started watching them like a couple of years back and then there was like this one year when Fortnite won almost everything and I was like fuck this I don't like this anymore um, but apparently like they're gonna get into the video well this, uh, the second game they're gonna take out uh, so I'm actually looking forward to that but um, The Hobbit man it, it's it's fucking entertaining man. The like, Hobbit? I, I, the hobby. <laughs> oh uh, blending colors, like you decide whether it's too much water, too little water. Uh, the brush makes a difference. Yeah. Highlights. You find out about things that you had no idea were even existed. Like there's this. Obviously, you're painting miniatures. Yeah. Um. So they're small, and you can see the crevices as small as they are. There's this like thing called a wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just tap the ink and the ink goes into the crevices by itself yeah 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 it's like super I don't want to say liquidy but it's like real thin and it's... yeah man and it, it feels like cheating man like you know when you start getting into it, you're like that's it like all it was it was a different paint yeah um but at the same time you're like even base coating is not as easy right like if it's if it's too thick yeah, you lose all the detail and shit. You lose all the detail, right? If it's too watery, you have to add like twenty layers yeah, to you it, have to right? Fucking coat the fuck out of it. Yeah. So I mean, overall, it's fun. It's relaxing. Um, and I don't know how expensive it is just yet. So. Yeah, you're just I'm, you're just getting your feet wet. Yeah, I I see some of the setups again, right? I I, I picked this up from a friend that. His setup is pretty much a couple of tables. This fucker has like spraying, um, what, what is it called? Aerosol or whatever Air the brush. fuck it's called. Yeah, airbrushing. There you go. And like the amount of preparation for airbrushing is stupid. Like yeah. you need to know every single part, what color you're going to want yeah, it before yeah. you put it together. Versus if you just use acrylic, which is what I'm using, like just paints, right? You put it together, and you just have to be really detailed. So, I don't know, man. Like, as, as I get into this more and more in the years to come, like, <coughs> I mean, it's art, right? Like, now, yeah. eventually, one day, I'm probably going to pick up a canvas and see, okay, how does this look on a canvas kind of thing? Yeah, well, like, it's essentially the same thing, right? It's just different painting techniques. Uh like, when I started painting, I didn't really understand how important brushes were. <laughs> but, like, y- you can tell the difference when you use a shitty brush and you use a decent brush. Like, you don't even have to use professional quality, whatever the fuck that even means. 
but just using a brush that like you can get ten for a dollar versus a brush that costs three four dollars for one like, you, you notice instantly the the difference and that's that in itself is kind of crazy right because like every hobby you need the tools and for you to do a better job you need better tools I mean it's, it's simple as that yeah like uh even like even the like you said start the different uh, techniques right like dry brushing mm-hmm. versus like actually um, using like a, a traditional just yeah just, um, just laying paint down yeah yeah like it's it gives you a different color like and I, I found that like that's not possible like how the fuck is it that the same paint it's gonna give me two different colors yeah and good. yeah man like one's brighter than the other like I actually bought like a dry brush. And it's it was a bitch, but the effect that it gives it, the 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 layers. Yeah, it, that, that that's, you're able to get. that's like what I haven't perfected yet. Like it's one of those things that you get you have to do a lot, but layering is how you get uh, depth, right? Because any asshole can slap on paint, but to get something that looks at least to the human eye, like. I don't want to say realistic, but like to where it looks like it could exist, you know? Because you can paint flat, right? But when you when you do layers, like that's how you get the contrast and saturation and colors and stuff. Like you you have to do in layers, and that that's just something I haven't really fucked with, but I really want to. But yeah, painting painting is super relaxing. Yeah, and um, so obviously I, I, I started actually, besides the, the the meetings that I'm doing, I started picking up like random figures. Uh, you can find some super cheap online for like $2, a dollar, uh, depending on exactly what you're looking for. Um, I found that I'm finding this fucking skull. It looks, it looks really nice. It's actually like a D&D mini, but... I just thought it looked so badass, and like you said, layering is. Uh, I learned about priming. Yeah, yeah. And priming on black, like I, I never thought like painting over a certain color was gonna make a difference. Yeah, it changes. It changes. Yeah. Yeah, and God fucking damn it, man! Like painting on black is a bitch. It's painting hard, on yeah. white is a bitch. Like yeah, gray is paint- like a super good medium. Yeah, it is. Uh, actually, that's that's originally what I was gonna. Uh, I started with, I started priming white. Yeah. And I hated it because that shit was just so it's, unforgiving. It, it, yeah, it's hard because it, it shows through real easy. Yeah, and the it same was super thing with, bright. Yeah, and same thing with black. Yeah, you get bright colors when you use white as a, a base. Uh, but fucking, it's real hard to to not muddy it up. And with black, I feel like you just have to put a fuck ton of codes. Yeah. So, like, whoever fucking does painting for a job, goddamn props to you, because fuck. Like, there was... There was so much... Like, I I wasn't even mad. I was just, like, discovering (laughs) shit as I was going through. And I'm just like, dude, like, fuck this like <laughs> i can i can understand like for people on like etsy now charge so much yeah yeah because the stress level to some extent even though it's relaxing like you're like fuck like i i don't like this color but how do i fix it like do i start from scratch do i do another code like how how many more codes can i add without losing te- like it was just i like the most awkward colors mix right like so i was uh i started off with like a black Base a great gray primer, black base, not even black, like an off black uh, color into like a green into a gray mm-hmm. to get this badass bone looking color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, how the fuck does green and gray make bone? Like I you start kind of like yeah. <laughs> figuring shit out. But overall, like it kind of even makes me want to think about the stuff you've done with your guitars. Like that, that green, that Xbox. Oh, that neon. <laughs> Xbox it, green. Yeah. 
for for me, like when I paint, uh, like I don't do anything difficult, right? I just like it because it's therapeutic, right? It feels good, right? It's uh, something creative, and if it looks good, like that's a plus. But I'm I'm just trying things out, right? Different things. But I always, always, I I don't know why. Like I just can't stress. Uh, I mix my own paints, right? Like I never use a paint straight out of a container. Uh, like if I need yellow, I'll mix three or four different yellows just to make the yellow, right? Okay. So like for that green, I mixed uh, a neon green, a little bit of a forest green, like an Irish green. An apple green. Dude, I mix so many greens just to get that shade of green. And as an artist, that feels good, right? Because, like, it's my unique color. But trying to reproduce it is so fucking hard. <laughs> it's because, like, it, it's the way I like to cook, too, right? Like, I I cook with my heart, man. I don't, I don't measure shit out. Like, oh, I'll put a little bit of this until it tastes right. Put a little bit of this until it tastes right. <sighs> So fucking yeah, I, I I did check it out. It looks pretty cool. There's uh and yeah, I kind of feel with that like you're trying to replicate the same experience because I'm I'm very, I'm very similar like that. I don't like I don't like a clean look in some in some of my things, and it happens to be that for my figures, right? It, it's supposed they're supposed to be like an army. Like, when the fuck have you seen an army look clean? Or when do they all look exactly the same? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So, I, I've seen some shit online, and props for them to getting them all to look clean. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's a fucking war. Like, you're about to go and destroy some orcs. You're mm-hmm. about to go destroy, some, like, some parasites, some fucking skeletal-looking motherfuckers. Like, why do you need to be like what? Is, what is the Oplan Chow? Like, why do you need all to be like new, all yeah, iron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no. So, I started. Chow. Yeah, I started doing this. Uh, like, I was messing with my. So this is the thing about my army, the one that I chose. They're called the Tau Empire. Um, and their color scheme. Some of my, some of the, some of my friends told me that I chose the worst fucking color scheme to start <laughs> with, because I chose black and white. <coughs> and those are my two favorite colors straight up black and white they're tight and the moment I saw these fuckers I'm like okay like they, they look badass right but at the same time they look dirty because white is supposed to fucking look dirty they're fighting so there's this like you put like a, this brown highlights this brown overshade and it makes it look like they're dirty and obviously I'm starting so I think even if I wanted to do clean, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be able to. But because of the imperfections, it makes it look like they're battle-worn yeah, or they're yeah. battle. So I'm just like, fuck it. I I like it. And then I started painting my third my third set of figures. And they're coming out too clean now. And I'm like, fuck. I need uh-huh. to go back and fuck up on some of them on purpose to to make them look a little bit dirty now. Yeah. Because like the first unit looks dirty. They're there. They're just kicking ass whatnot but then the next one is kind of like the codes are really lined up really well so i started getting better but i'm like now nah, like i i'm not liking it like they need to go look and they need to go look like somebody like you know they, they scrapped you know like, like scrap is right mm-hmm. but overall man like now that i see now that i've been through this i can understand like the job that you did with your guitars because it's, it's even more impressive now oh thank you and like for that, that's the first time I ever did that. <laughs> now go back and replicate it. Like oh, you said, I, right? I could never do it again. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, I, could, I probably could. I think I got it down now. I could probably do it better. I couldn't do it as like that one, but I could. I could probably do it better. Like there, there are things that I wanted to like change that I the way I did it. And I mean, other than that, I think I—I I don't think the colors will be the same, but I could do the technique again, better. Oh, the sense. technique better. I, I do want to do another one, but uh, I want to do it in a different color. So you don't want to do that Xbox green anymore? Oh no, dude! Green is my favorite color. I oh, love. So you're gonna try. I love green. 
story. What, what instrument are you painting next then? I have nothing. I don't. I don't have any other instruments to paint. <laughs> Actually, I have an acoustic guitar where the paint is chipping off and shit. I'm thinking of sanding it down and I don't know. That would be an interesting color on an acoustic guitar because I I think acoustic is always just that traditional wood wood finish. Yeah. Never. I'm never. I'm. I'm not a fan of it. Just because it's everywhere. Yeah, well, fucking the shit that you showed me looks pretty badass. So just keep doing it, man. You know, this is the second figure that I painted. What else do we have this week, man? Um, I don't nothing. I don't think, man. Slow, slow, slow times, really. End of the year, right. so. It's the holidays. People yeah. are usually trying to enjoy the end times. I know, like there was a Sonic Two trailer came out. Uh, Sp- Spider Man is out what next week? Yeah, in a couple days, isn't it? I don't even know. Honestly, oh no, like, I think it's on Friday. All of Marvel has been gotten some delays. That I'm just like I don't even know when is when anymore. Yeah, it'll come out when it comes out. Yeah, and like. What is it like? Next week we have the Matrix also? Oh no, that's on Christmas. Dude, Christmas is two weeks. So it should be by next week. True that, true that. Fuck. Yeah, because. Yeah, I think Christmas, Christmas lands on a Saturday. That's cool. Man, 2019 was supposed to be the year. You recall <laughs> that from two years ago? When every holiday landed on a weekend or on a Friday. Yeah. And then the fucking pandemic just came in and like, nah, like... For another 2,000 years, you ain't getting this shit. Pretty much. But yeah, I mean, we're already at an past an hour. Fuck, I wanted, I was going to do a short one, but the convo was too good to cut. So, I mean, we can end it here. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you joining. Uh... Thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully, everybody's in uh, good spirits and healthy. Stay safe. Uh, I'm your boy, Desecrator. This was Hanging Heavy. Much love and rich and rare. Oh, <laughs>